0: Thanks for downloading this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get the new messages every week. We appreciate your support. Enjoy the message. Tonight, I'm going to be starting a new series titled, Faithful When Nothing New Is Happening. It's easy to be faithful when new things take place, when new things happen. But what about when nothing new happens? Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 13 says, if we are faithless, this is talking about God though, he remains faithful even when you are in your deepest hole committing the worst sin. He's still faithful in loving you. When nobody else wants to talk to you or deal with you because of your ugly attitude. God still loves you in your ugliness. He remains faithful even when we are faithless. When you don't think that you can make it, God sees something that he planted in you Roland and says you can make it. God is always full of faith because he cannot disown him. So what this person is saying God is faithful. His name is Faithful. So he really cannot disown himself. How can he be unfaithful when his name is faithful? Can you be faithful in the routine? i talk talking about doing the same thing every day. Not because you feel good about it, but because you know it's the right thing to do. Remember the Bible tells us that God remains faithful even when we are faithless. Because he cannot deny himself. Then the Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1, it says, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children. Okay, you did not get it, did you? (laughs) Be like your father, God. Don't you know that sometimes in life we feel like we are going around in circles. Has anybody ever felt that way? You've done the best that you know about that situation, but nothing changes. We are doing the right thing, but not making much progress. Can anybody relate to that? We work so hard on our marriage, on the business, on our children or on ourselves. But we don't see anything changing. Don't you know that? Don't you know that the, when, when we start, don't we start with passion? We are excited about the marriage until marriage comes. Okay, you do not understand what I'm saying. We are excited about starting the business until we get into the real business. We are excited about the relationship until relationship begins to happen. It's so easy to lose passion and to get discouraged and to lose steam. But one test in life that we all have to pass is that of being faithful when nothing new is happening. Getting up and going to that work at defects even though there is no race. Even though sometimes you feel like people are using you because they don't recognize what you are doing. Actually, they give the credit for your work to somebody else. We are just waking up, going to work, raising children, just doing the routine thing. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? Coming home, cooking, doing the same thing again. You've been waiting for something to happen and nothing happens. Waiting for God to bring the right person into your life so that at least you can have some help when nothing happens. We keep praying, (laughs) and the answer doesn't come. Seems like somebody can relate to this message. In fact, in some cases, the situation seems to become worse. It's easy to be our best when we are getting good breaks. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? When things are falling in place, when God is answering prayers, When we are receiving harvest for our seeds, the only thing is that doesn't take much faith. It doesn't take much faith to love a child who is in church serving the Lord. But what about the one who is not in church out there serving the devil and you are praying and you are standing and you are quoting the scripture. You are doing all the things that pastor has told you to do. You've gone through those confessions twice, three times a day. You're working hard without any recognition. You are being your best, but your marriage isn't improving. Now, I did not look at anybody. I was looking at, you know, the clock. You are honoring God with your life, but not seeing any increase. Can you remain faithful? When it feels like you are going in circles, how many people can honestly say that they, there has been a time like that in their life? Will you remain passionate when you are doing the same thing again and again and nothing changes? Bottom line, can you remain faithful in routine? That's the test that we all will have to face at one time or another in our lives. Let me tell you this, theory. One of the things that we often fail to realize is that when you are faithful in the routine, even when you don't see increase, something is happening that you can't see. Jesus. Yes, sir. Your character is being developed. Your spiritual muscles are getting stronger. You're not just gaining weight. How many of you know that you can receive the word and just gain weight? Full of the word. But no muscle for fight. But if you will faithfully continue to do the routines, guess what? You will not just be eating and getting fat and heavy with the word. You will be developing your spiritual muscle. Don't you know that while you are going on with the routine, you are being prepared for where God is taking you? Don't you know that if God cannot trust you in the routine, it will be very difficult for Him to release the extraordinary. Let me tell you this, my friend. You watching me, you in the house. Yeah. Yeah. The routines of life is not always exciting. Yeah. But guess what? It's necessary. Yeah. It's necessary to prepare you to grow you and to develop you so that when you get to where God is taking you, you can handle what he's got in store for you. Don't you know that you will never become all that you were created to be, Terry, without being the best when it's mundane, being excellent even when there is no reward, quote, no reward. I'm talking about having a good attitude when it's just another ordinary day. Have you noticed that... Most of life is ordinary. Most of life is routine. Every now and again, we have the breakthrough. But we are not living in the breakthrough. We're living life. Life is routine. You wake up, you do the devotion. Sometimes you remember what you read. Most of the time you don't, until you need it. Okay, I'm talking about me and the rest of you. You remember what you read in your devotion. For the past year. Amen. You will never become all that you were created to be without being your best when it's mundane, when it's routine. I'm talking about being excellent when there is, quote, no reward. Having a good attitude when it's just another ordinary day. So if you want to change, from ugliness to excitement when something changes. You don't know that God is watching you to see whether you can get excited in the routine. And if he sees you excited, then he will promote you to the extraordinary. Having a good attitude when it's just another ordinary day. You're just singing in the praise team, another meeting. You go in there because if you don't, then you're gonna hear from some. Are you there because you know it's the right thing to do? Going to work with a smile another week because you don't want to lose your job. Are you determined that you are going to do the right thing with a good attitude for another month, even though there seem to be nothing new that is happening? Talk to somebody and say, it's a test. It's a test. Yes. James chapter 1, verse, eight, verse 3 in the Amplified Version says, be, be assured that the testing of your faith through experience. How is your face tested? Through daily routine experience. It produces endurance. In other words, you learn endurance through experiences that you are going to go through in life. And that endurance will lead to spiritual maturity and inner peace. See, many of us see routines as boring, and you probably see it boring right now. And maybe you've been tempted to ask, when is this going to change? When is this situation going to change? Not realizing that God is already using this situation to change you. What you have to understand is this principle, you are being prepared. Touch yourself and say, thank God that I'm being prepared." God is preparing you for something much bigger than today. So do not despise the days of small things. Right where you are now, you are taking classes. You're gonna take a test. And God has got an extraordinary to promote you to. But he wants you to pass the test of the ordinary smiling and praising God that you've got a job instead of complaining about you don't have a raise. When you are faithful in average days, then you will see exceptional days. But you know what? Sometimes we are frustrated in the routine. We know we have more in us, but we are not seeing it happen. Remember, Joseph had this dream to become a leader of A tribe, and he is in slavery. Lord, this is not. A tribe God was preparing him not just to be the leader of a tribe but to be the leader of a nation think about Ruth just went to the farm every day the same routine just picking behind the reapers but all of a sudden the owner of the farm showed up the owner of the farm is just about to show up because you have been faithful you have been doing the routine. You haven't complained. And all of a sudden, God is going to put a spotlight on you. Someone is going to recognize you. You are praying every day for those children. You are doing everything that you can for that husband or wife. You're doing the best that you can for the boss. But nothing seems to happen. So sometimes we are frustrated in the routine. You know that you can do, you, you have more to give, but nothing is happening. You don't understand why you're not making any progress. Let me tell you this, my friend. Amen. God will always put bigger things in your spirit before they come to pass. See, right now you may be dealing with the ordinary, the mediocre, and the routine, but God is preparing you for something great, something awesome. Something bigger than you can imagine in the natural. Think about David. He was anointed to be the king as a young man. But after being anointed, instead of going to the White House, he went to the Green House, to the Green Woods. Okay, you don't understand what I'm talking about. He was sent back to the shepherd's field. David had king's anointing, yet he was taking care of the sheep. I believe with all of my heart that God was watching David take care of the father's sheep. And after he had seen him faithfully taking care of the father's sheep, he said, this guy is qualified to take care of my sheep. Your anointing will supersede where you are right now. (laughs) But just because you are anointed does not necessarily mean that you are ready. Where you are now is preparing you for where God is taking you. God called David to rule the nation, but he was doing a menial task. He was in the back of the woods. Nobody heard of him. His father actually forgot him sometimes because when they asked him to bring the children so that the prophet can select who he was going to anoint, he forgot about David. Aren't you thankful to God that even though people may forget about you, Larry, God remembers you? you. The good thing is is that your oil will not flow on anybody else. It doesn't matter how much they heat it. It doesn't matter what they do. God remembers you. After they have tried the rest of the people, God is going to say, are these all your children? And the dad said, oh, the other one is not qualified to be a king. He hasn't been in the army. If he hasn't been to school, all that he knows is take care of the sheep. He smells like sheep, walks like sheep, does everything like sheep. He's not qualified. And God said, bring him. He said, God looks at things in a different way than men. Men look at the outward, but God looks at the heart. Don't you know that God sees your heart? He sees your faithfulness. He sees are returning to that work every day, even though you know that your boss doesn't like you, or maybe you don't like your boss. I heard a story, Some time ago, about this man who woke up in the morning, and the mom said, are you going to church today? He said, no. He said, why? Because I don't like those people and they don't like me. The Lord said, give me a reason why you don't want to go to church. One, I don't like the people. Two, the people don't like me. Can you give me a reason to go to church this morning? Says one, you are 49. You don't have any reason staying in bed now. <laughs> Two, you are the pastor of this church. Get out and go to work. We can laugh about that, but uh, I remember a time that I felt like that about my job. <laughs> right now, you are dealing with the routine, the mediocre, the smelling, but God is preparing you for something great. David had a king's anointing, yet he was taking care of the sheep. You are anointing. Look at me, you watching me. We'll supersede where you are right now. Thanks. I'm talking to every one person in the house. God called David to rule the nation. He was every day waking up, routine, day in, day out, nothing exciting. Most of the time, boring, routine. See, David could have gotten discouraged. God, why isn't it happening? You anointed me. You had Samuel bring me from the back of the wood. By the way, the person who was not even remembered, when God brought him out of the back of the wheel, he said, everybody gave him a standing ovation. Someone is going to give you a standing ovation. Who did not even remember your name? He you could have said, what am I doing here in this boring job? This marriage stinks. Oh, did I just say that? Yeah. But instead of questioning, David continued with the routine. He woke up. Cook breakfast, clean the house, make the bed, does the wife thing or does the husband thing. And his mind is telling him, You are a fool. You deserve more than this. And God is saying, Deep in the inside, I'm training you for a testimony that is coming. Amen. Instead of questioning, he used the routine to sharpen his playing skill. What is it that introduced David to the palace? It was his playing skill. When this king was crazy and needed somebody to soothe him and calm him down, somebody says, I know one of Jesse's sons, very skilled in playing the harp. When he plays the harp, there's an anointing that is going to calm your craziness down. You know know, know that you don't say that to the king, you you package it. He used the routine time to sharpen his skills. He remained faithful when nothing new was happening. You have been very diligently faithful when nothing happens. I promise that one day you are going to be promoted from defects to where God is going to give you a position of a manager. And God is going to give back to you all of the money that you were denied that God was keeping for you for the right time. This one is that your promotion is coming. My promotion is coming Proverbs 22:29 29 says, Do you see a man skillful and experienced? Wow. Somebody says, skillful, skillful. and experienced yes. in his work. How do you develop skills? Through routine. How do you develop experience? Through routine. He will stand in honor before kings. Wow. Amen. Wow. Amen. He will not stand before obscure men. Wow. Amen. I believe with all of my heart that if David had not passed the test of being faithful, when nothing new was happening, he would have never taken this run. The practice in the routine prepared David for the palace. And like David, you may know that you have more in you when you are in the back of the woods taking care of sheep. You can feel those seeds of greatness kicking in the inside of you. Has anybody ever been there? When you want so much to walk out and God says, stay. stay. When you want so much to stop and God says, continue. Stay. Continue what? Nothing has changed. You can feel the greatness kicking in the inside of you but right now you are doing something menial something obscure something beneath your training according to you you are being overlooked at work nobody takes your advice i mean i'm talking about you you are expert in this expert in this nobody really asks you for your opinion at home nobody says thank you. Has anybody ever been there? It's just another routine, ordinary day. But I want to encourage you friend, to not give up on being faithful. Your time is coming, and it's coming faster than you think. Wow. When I was preparing, I keep remembering when Roland used to come to the office. I said, Dad, are you sure? that uh, you want me to go, back? I said, go back. And he saw a number of people leaving and he kept going back. No promotion, no recognition. Isn't it interesting that when God moves you out, then you receive the back pay. You don't know that uh, God is keeping it for you for when you really need it. Your time is coming, coming faster. I'm asking you, be faithful in the routine. Be faithful right where God has placed you because this was where David excelled. Out in the shepherd's field, he didn't slack up, he didn't show up late, he didn't have a sore attitude. Talk about stinking, smelly attitude. David wasn't thinking, when I get where I'm going, then I'm gonna give it my best. When I take the throne, then I will show people what I am made up of <laughs> and God laughs. No, David showed what he was made of right there in the field. When nobody saw him, when nobody congratulated him, when everybody saw that they were using him, he was his best when nobody was watching, when it seemed like he was stuck in the rut. Have you ever felt that you are stuck in the rut? Yes. <laughs> David understood that he wasn't working for people. See, that this is where we always miss it. He forgot the fact that he wasn't working for people. He was working for the almighty God. When nobody recognized him in the back of the woods, God did. When nobody saw what he was doing, God did. God was observing what David was doing. He said, that's my boy there. He was excellent when, where God had him at the time. Now let me ask you this. Are you excellent where God's got you right now? In the job, in the marriage, in this church? He was excellent even though he might not have liked it. I'm not talking about you're liking it. I'm talking about you're doing it because you know that it is the right thing to do. I'm not talking about how you feel about it because David was faithful in the routine. God moved him to the throne because of all of those days, ordinary days that he was his best. Well, Pastor George, this is not where I want to be. I know, and God knows. You don't have to tell God that. I don't want to work for my supervisor. I know more than he does. That's why you're not the supervisor, because you know too much. I don't want to live in the rented house. I want my own house. Look at the stench in the rented house. Could it be that God gave you this person's house to see how you can faithfully take care of it before he promotes you to your house? I don't want to serve in anybody's ministry. I want my stage. Praise the Lord. Well, here's the key. Get your own stage if you feel that that's where you need to be. But I want to warn you, be sure, that's where God wants you at this time. Think of how many people came to this ministry and I saw great potentials in them. My wife and I, we wanted to train them and then send them out to open up their gifts. It's not now that I can type. In those days, I did not. They knew so much about the computer. They knew so much about this. They knew so much about that. And they weren't going to submit to somebody who, who knew nothing. Today, they don't have a ministry. One of them came to my office and he said, I'm going to go and start a ministry. I said, brother, you're already in ministry. <laughs> what do you mean? That's exactly what he said. Don't you know that I can drive a Cadillac like you? That's exactly what he said. Let me tell you this, Sandra, God is my witness. When we went into the ministry, I did not even know the name Cadillac. I did not know that there's a car named Cadillac. Did you see it on commercial? No, I did not have time to watch commercial because I was running between two jobs and school. When we had the call to go into the ministry, our passion was to lead men and women to the Lord, to teach them the concepts of faith. That's why we call the ministry, the Word of Faith Ministries. Never ever thought about cars. I was willing to walk, and I didn't walk. Never thought about suits shoes. When we started in the ministry, (laughs) this is the truth. Brother Larry, the shoes that I had, I had repaired it so many times that it had, both of them had holes. And uh, when I would go to somebody's church and they will ask for prayers, I would squat because I did not want people to see the holes. No clothes were nothing in my mind. Shoes were not cars. But today, I have more shoes that I can count. More shoes that I can count. And I'm not driving back. If you feel that you are doing the job and your boss is driving the car, How about you just go across the streets and start a business so that you can drive the car and other people can work for you. I promise you that you will never get a good business if you are not able to serve somebody else. Now, after you've tried and failed, I'm going to pray and beg your boss to get you back. If he's willing, that's going to be his decision be sure that you want to have your stage when God wants you to have one be sure you don't get your stage before you are ready for it because if you do it will burn you rather than bless you think about this 13 years later after being faithful in the shepherd's field going through all kinds of unfair situations being insulted by the brothers who thought he was not qualified David suddenly took the throne you are just about to be promoted because you have been faithful. Let me tell you this, my friend. Passing the test in ordinary days is what leads to exceptional days. Can we say together? Passing the test in ordinary days is what leads to exceptional days. That's when you experience moments of favor. That is where God thrusts you years ahead. Let me say this, my friend. It's not the big things that prepare you for promotion. It is the so called small things. That's why the Word of God says, Do not despise the days of small things. Be faithful day in and day out. Going to work with a good attitude, showing up to church week after week without complaint. These are the things that prepare you for promotion. Guess for these so called mundane days in your life are actually preparing you for the big promotion that is coming your way. Did anybody get anything out of tonight? Somebody here shout hallelujah! Say glory! Say Jesus! So, Father, we just want to thank you for your word. Because the entrance of your word into our hearts gives light and gives understanding. Pray for the people online. Pray for the people in the house. Lord, that you will take this word and break it down to every one of us level. Lord, let us take consolation from the message that the routine is not a wasted time. It's a time of preparation. And I thank you so very much that you are helping us to develop spiritual muscles so that we will be able to do the work that you've got in store for us. Thank you so much for the message tonight. Receive our thanks and praises in Jesus' name. And those who love of the Lord say, Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Changing Mindset Podcast by Pastor George Utah Help us to share this message. We hope you will subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired during the week. We are praying for you. We know God best for you is still ahead. Call 706-485-0166 for more information and be blessed.